Happy Wednesday, everybody. Sherman here, the crazy Asian, talking about motivation today in Sherm Speaking Series. And most specifically, talking about how what motivates us today won't motivate us, motivate us in the future. So for example, a lot of times people will tell me that they're motivated by money. And I'll say, no, no, you're not. Because you've already accumulated a certain amount of wealth and a certain amount of income, and now you're no longer pushing the envelope just as hard to get that dollar. And then they, then they go back to me and they say, oh, well, I work at this company. This is kind of the income that they've kind of slotted me in, and, and I'm do, working hard to get that next bonus. And I'll say, but the, the effort that you put in to get that first original income and then the next promotion, you've gotten a little bit soft on your approach. So think about it. If you started right out of college and got 80000 and within five years you were able to double your income and you still worked in a corporation setting, what's changed? What allowed you the ability, what gave you the devotion to be able to drive that income in such a quick amount of pace and you were working in a corporate environment. Or if you're entrepreneurial, I'll say to someone, that's not true either because if you were devoted off getting as much income as possible, then certain things would no longer be a priority to you like having that being on that softball team or um, again, that work-life balance. You, you end up finding yourself getting a little bit comfortable with income and so your drive towards it isn't as strong as it once was. Now, there is the occasional smaller percentage that is devoted towards continuing to drive that income needle further. And so as you think about what's motivating you right now, understand that it might not be motivating you in the future. So think about this. When you first started in that relationship, dating that someone that's super fine, super awesome, you're so excited to be with them, you want to spend every moment with them. And then what happens is you now fast forward five years in that relationship, that devotion to have to be with them every moment of every day no longer is there, mainly because you're coming home and you've you've adjusted your schedule to the current lifestyle that you have right now. Um, you're not concerned about um, exes or you know previous relationships. You might be clicking very well from a from a personality perspective, from a relationship perspective. And so what's driving you now is that completeness, that movement from the I pronouns to a we pronoun. And that's how it starts getting really, really more, really impactful is that you're no longer moving towards something that is so short term. You've realized that you want a longer term legacy with that person that you're partnered up with. And so it takes on a different meaning. And so a lot of times people don't understand that their motivation is changing and that that's okay. And the other thing is that you want to make sure that whatever is motivating you, it aligns up with who you are. So sometimes people will struggle with, they want to drive that income, but they also want to be able to have a really good family engagement. So they want to be at every child's, you know, play or concert or, you know, extracurricular activity and they want to drive income. And so they need to come to the understanding that you're going to have to give a little bit of one versus the other. 
so for example, you might know in order to drive more income, you need to have more meetings as an entrepreneur building out your accounting practice, but you're not willing to see people on a Saturday. Or if you're running your own dental practice, you might realize you'd only want to work four days a week because you want to have three-day weekends with your family, with your significant other. And so now what you're realizing is that you want a certain level of income and a certain level of work-life balance. And so understand that those things can come together at the same time. Do not live in this world of or where you can only have one or the other. Get both, but understand that getting both might mean you need need to adjust one over the other. Sherm's out. Hey, Sherm, great topic. What motivates you today won't motivate you tomorrow. It's true. Our motivation, the human emotion changes every two seconds. So right now I feel happy. Next minute I feel in an inquisitive state. Next minute, I may feel clever. The other minute, I may feel articulate. So why focus on, you know, tomorrow's motivation when you get the now motivation to inspire you right now? Good points. Good talk. KT, my man. Sherman here, the crazy Asian. Thank you so much for your call-in. And, um, yeah, it, it sometimes our attitude totally does change that quickly and that rapidly depending on the news that we're getting and depending on the conversations that we're having with the various people that we have on a daily basis. And so it can really feel like our emotions are constantly changing. And a lot of times, that's how people can kind of see how they are motivated. Like, how do you feel right now? Like, what's what's got you excited? What what makes you smile? Um, what do you enjoy reading about? Sometimes I, I will talk to people and they'll want to know how they can match their motivation and their passion. So they want to be able to see why aren't they more motivated at work um, to do what they're doing and they don't know necessarily what they're passionate about. You know, they have a few things that they do, but those are just hobbies and those are just kind of pastimes. They don't want to make a job out of, you know, playing rummy or playing blackjack. They just enjoy that, you know, playing cards with friends. They don't they might enjoy, you know, exercising, but they don't want to become a personal trainer. They just enjoy um, that for themselves. It's kind of personal time. And so a lot of times they'll want to know how can they change that to really be a passion that motivates them, a passion that really gets them going when it comes to career. And so one of the first things I'll say is just keep doing what they're doing and look for other opportunities. And it's in the looking for other opportunities and then in the doing that they'll find things that they don't enjoy and then they'll be able to quickly move towards something that they're passionate about. And first thing that I'll tell people is, number one, what are you reading? Um, if you're old school and you read the newspaper, what is it? If you go online and you read it, um, if you have an RSS feed, what is what? What are the different topics that you're interested about? What are the most recent books that you've read and really enjoyed it? You know, literally read it cover to cover. Don't tell me about the book you just bought from Barnes and Noble and you haven't cracked it open in the last eight months and it still has the the uh, the the receipt in there as a bookmark and you haven't even moved it from the moment that you put it into the under the front cover because that's not really motivating. There's nothing inside those pages that you're really passionate about learning. And so for a lot of people, what they'll find is that what they enjoy learning about is actually what they're passionate about. The funny thing about it is maybe over time, whether it's due to college or you know high school or just how they've approached learning, they kind of got burnt out in that subject or they weren't allowed the freedom to learn at the pace that they felt comfortable with and at the, um, and in the particular topic that they wanted to learn about. And at the same time, 
knowing that there is work that's involved. And by being able to recognize what they enjoy learning, sometimes that's an identifier of exactly what they should be pursuing when it comes to their career. Other people learning about different um, workout routines, like so for example, for me, I like reading about different workout routines, not all the time, um, occasionally, um, and that's just for betterment of myself. So it's not, not something that I would get passionate about. The other thing that um, I would have a look at is what are the different conversations that you enjoy having with others? When you walk away from those conversations, what makes you smile? What, 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 what are those conversations that you're still thinking about that get you excited and that you're looking forward to continue to having those conversations? Maybe it's those individuals that you're having conversations with. What are they doing professionally? And that can start giving you a little bit of insight um, for those of people that really enjoy talking to others um, and finding out about their issues and helping them identify what they should be doing, um, helping them get to where they want to go. Sometimes for them, psychotherapy or becoming a psychologist or a social worker might be exactly where the, the, the realm that they should be headed in. Now, I know for some people, they'll say, well, that passion's not going to be full of income. And that's fine. I, I, I don't think you should be chasing money when it comes to your overall career. I think you should figure out your lifestyle to match what it is that you're doing and then if you want more income, find out what you can be doing differently. Um, it's very uncommon, I think, going forward to only have one level of in one source of income. I think there's been many people running. Um, so it'll be very interesting. I think there'll be a lot of people that will um, have side hustles, and that'll just be the part of normal life. I was even reading that Walmart is opening it up to one of um, to a million of its employees the opportunity to deliver products from the store to people's houses that they have bought online on their drive into the off into into the store or on their way home, and so even at that level, at the hourly associate level, Walmart even sees the opportunity, and that to me is going to change the way that employees start engaging that just because they work kind of an eight to five or a 10 hour, 12 hour shift, there's opportunity to still earn more income like um, driving Uber on the weekends, um, like you know renting out your house for like Airbnb style. There's a multitude of different ways that you can be earning an income and I think the lifestyle of the side hustle will become so normal going forward that many people will be going, I don't know what I would have done had I not been doing this current role. That running two jobs or your own entrepreneurial um, aspirations will be normal just because the, the barrier of entry for someone that wants to be self-employed is amazingly low since there's so many businesses that can be done on your phone. Um, you can literally run an eBay store by taking photos with your cell phone uploading those photos onto eBay and then literally doing the transactions financially through eBay on your cell phone. Um, even advertising or promoting with that through the various social media websites are again all done on your phone. Even if you wanted to pay for ads, you could in order for that post to be seen by more eyes and again, it's all done through your phone. So um, a lot of applications, a lot of 
the future is running from the phone as the mobile device. Um, you know, a lot of AI is being surrounded by the mobile phone and just the mobility. You know, the Echo's nice, Alexa's nice. The problem is that it's sitting somewhere and there's just very few people that sit somewhere on a continual basis. We're such a mobile, um, a mobile society now. It also makes me start thinking about people that are leveraging technology to either telecommute or to be leveraging Skype. I think it'll be much more common to be doing Skype video calls when the quality's there a little bit better, but then also the, the opportunity to be able to do, be doing business across not only state borders if you're here in the United States, but across country borders. And so being able to start a business, let's say in a not so friendly um, entrepreneurial country, like let's say Indonesia or Nigeria, now all of a sudden with decent internet, you can start your own business mobily and be selling directly to other consumers like those in Europe or in you know South Africa or or the United States. I think there's huge opportunities for those that understand that technology no longer confines you in your own backyard. Sherms out.